Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for Fibber McGee and Molly. Sundays through Thursdays, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Joel Kane and directed by Max Hutto. Before we get into our story, let's listen with Molly as Fibber mumbles like this. Keep off the grass, watch out for children, no left turn, proceed with caution. Playing policeman, McGee? No, I'm counting up the signs I saw on my way downtown today. Between here and the Third National Bank, there must be 30 different signs telling you what to do and when to do it. Well, my favorite one is on the bus. In case of an emergency, break the glass and pull the handle. Wouldn't life be great (laughs) stuff, Molly? If every time we had a problem hanging around, a little sign popped up telling us how to handle it. Well, I can think of some problems that a little planning ahead would take care of almost that easily. Like the one a mother faces if Dad dies unexpectedly while the youngsters are still growing up. That's when a Prudential Family Income Plan steps right in and gives her the help she needs when she needs it most. It's a good plan, all right. And it doesn't cost too much either because it provides that extra protection only during the years the children are growing up. This Family Income Plan of Prudential's provides the money you'd need for food, clothing, shelter, and school. The man that has the complete story on this Family Income Plan is your Prudential agent. Why don't you ask him to drop around and tell it to you? Mr. McGee, reading his morning paper, has just run across a very amusing news item. <laughs> oh, boy, this ain't a hot one. <laughs> what is it? What's so funny? Yeah, this news item in the Gazette. There's a statement in here which the guy that makes it certainly ought to know how ridiculous it is, him being a scientist and the type guy that ought to know better, but claims it's true by some English doctor. English doctor, huh? Well, if anybody's English ever needed a doctor, it's yours. Huh? That was the sickest sample of syntax I ever strained my ears to catch. Iron the wrinkles out of that one and let's have it again. You weren't paying attention, my dear. Sorry. There's a story in the Gazette here by some doctor who says he's been studying the subject for years, and he's come to the conclusion that women are superior... Now, get this now. Physically superior to men. I don't know (laughs) what makes that news. That's been a well-known fact for years. Yeah, it's... Huh? What did you say? I said, I don't know what's news about that. It's been a commonly accepted fact for years. Yeah. (laughs) The only superiority women have got over men, kiddo, is a knack for squeezing a size 16 shape into a size 12 dress. Spoken like a man, my boy. Just like a man. Oh, now, let's face it, Molly. Women are fine, but what the heck do women do that's so spectacular, so superior? Nothing spectacular at all. Actually, women don't do much. They just clean the house, do the cooking, raise the children, do the sewing and the mending and sometimes the washing, take care of the shopping and a few little things like that. Sure, that's all. Boy, if women had to do what men have to do every day, they'd be so wore out at night, the men would have to get our own dinner. And if that ever happened, the men would starve to death. Look, McGee, the average woman on an average day does much more physical work than the average man on the average... Now, for instance, what have you done so far this morning? Well, well, so far, not very much. So far, I've made the beds, dusted the living room, straightened the upstairs, boiled your eggs, and made your coffee. Yeah, but don't forget, kiddo, 
I just got up. Hmm. The defense rests. Besides, this ain't an average day for me. You mean you're up earlier today? I don't mean that at all, and you know it. If you had to do the things I do in the course of every day, you'd be the type... And another thing women do is answer the door. Come in. Good morning, Molly. Hiya, fuzzy looking. Hello, Dr. Gamble. Hiya, Jumble. Look, Molly, now here's an example of a man who works hard, and boy, do I hate to admit it. I bet Doc's done more work this morning than a woman ever thought of doing. Have you, Doctor? Been busy this morning? Haven't done a blessed thing. Uh, I was so bushed when I got up, I couldn't even make my own coffee, and my mother was downtown shopping, so I came over to bum a cup from you. Oh, <laughs> fine. You big, fat point killer. <laughs> what I do? Well, we're discussing an article in the paper, Doctor, which states that women are physically superior to men. But nothing new about that. Been a commonly accepted fact for years. You big clabberhead. <laughs> Which side are you on? McGee, look, we'll just run a little test today. Whatever you do today, all day long, I'm going to do it with you. Okay? You mean you're going to go through a typical man's day with him, do everything McGee does? That's it. Oh, this I gotta see. <laughs> you're going to look mighty silly shooting Kelly Pool at the Elks this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> that I'll pass, Doctor. Yeah. But come on, McGee, let's get started. What are you going to do today? Well, uh... I haven't had time to really plan it yet. i got a lot of chores to do, though. Well, uh, and, uh, well, now, let me see. I, I was planning to, uh, well, uh... How about taking the car down to McDermott's garage and have the spark plugs checked? You've been talking about that? Yeah, that's what I was planning to do. That's it. All right. Get your hat and overcoat and back the car out. Oh, the coffee pot's on the stove, Doctor. There's plenty left, if you don't mind. Well, you go right ahead. I'll lock the door when I leave. Good luck to both of you. Thanks. Thank you, Doctor. And may the best man win. There's more fun with the McGee's shortly. What have Viceroy's got that other filter tip cigarettes haven't got? What have Viceroy's got that other filter tip cigarettes haven't got? What have Viceroy's got that other filter tip cigarettes haven't got? Yes, what have Viceroy's got? The answer is 20,000 tiny filters in every Viceroy tip. That's right. Inside every Viceroy tip is a vast network of 20,000 individual filters to filter your smoke over and over again. You get only the full, rich taste of Viceroy's choice tobaccos. And Viceroy's draw freely, smoothly. So the next time you hear this question... What have Viceroy's got that other filter tip cigarettes haven't got? You know the answer. 20,000 tiny filters in every Viceroy tip. No wonder more people smoke Viceroy's than any other filter tip cigarette in the world. Get Viceroy's today. King size filter tip. Only a penny or two more than cigarettes without filters. Well, I've checked your spark plugs pretty thorough, Mr. McGee. Well, what do you think, Mac? They need changing? No, they're fine. Good. Have you checked the butterfly valve in the carburetor, Mr. McDermott? The butterfly? Oh, oh. You have an idea there. I'll take a look. When she runs, it sounds like... Oh, that. stop showing off, Molly. You don't know anything about cars. <laughs> just trying to help. Leave the mechanical stuff to the men, will you? I mean, just because you pick up a word like butterfly valve, that don't mean you know how to fix cars I or butterflies. I think that's it, Mrs. McGee. The spring seems to be worn out on the clobber halter, and the butterfly don't seem to be closing properly. It'll take about an hour. Thanks, Mr. McDermott. 
All right, McGee, what's the next errand you have to attend to? Well, uh, I was thinking of, well, of, of going over to the... See, why don't we go look at those lawnmowers at Tracy's Hardware? Good. They're having a sale this month, and we'll be needing a new lawnmower this spring. Just what I was going to suggest. As soon as the car's ready, we'll take a run over there and the look car? at... The car? Well, we can't waste an hour of our day waiting around for the car. It's only 10 or 15 blocks to the hardware store. Come on, let's go. Walk? What else? Okay, Mrs. McGee. Let's go. Come on, come on, snap into it. Don't poke along like a woman, woman. If you're going with me, you gotta move. McGee, it looks awful for a husband and wife to be walking along the street like this, one of us 20 feet ahead of the other. Well, then doggone it, slow down and let me catch up. Gee whiz. What's the big fat hurry, anyhow? We broke through the sound barrier ten minutes ago. <laughs> Just don't want to delay you, sweetheart. I want to get over there and buy a lawnmower huh. so we can get busy with all the other things you have to do. You know, like men do on an average day. I'm not complaining. I just don't want to have to see you fall flat on your face about noon or maybe have to be careful. Hello there, kid. Hi, daughter. Hi, Johnny. Hello, Mr. Oldtimer. Hi, boy. Where are you going? Someplace? Hop in. I'll take you there. Oh, that's swell, Oldtimer. We're going to Tracy's Hardware. We don't really need a lift, Mr. Oldtimer. You've got a load of groceries and you probably... Look, Molly, let's not be ridiculous, huh? On an average day, I bum a ride with anybody that comes along. Come on, get in. All right. Well, glad to have company, daughter. Drop us off at Tracy's Hardware. It's only about 12 more blocks. Ah, it's nice of you to pick us up. Love to do favors for my friends, Johnny. That way, my friends do favors for me when I need them. Well, that's a fair enough arrangement. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. There she goes again. Oh. I had a feeling that right rear was about to blow. Sure, good to have friends when a fellow's in trouble. Yeah, well, I hate to leave you, but I and Molly will walk the rest of the way. we got to get over to Tracy. Hmm? We'll do nothing of the sort. What? Mr. Oldtimer, get the jack out in the spare tire. McGee will take the flat off and oh, he'll fix it. Oh, Well, your car's all ready, Mr. McGee. I fixed the butterfly valve, just like Mrs. McGee said, and it runs fine. She sure knows her stuff about cars, Mrs. McGee does. Okay, okay, Mac. Just help me load this lawnmower into the back seat, will you? Phew. Ah, it's a beauty. And it's heavy, too. Yeah, well, I'm a little winded. You know, carrying this lawnmower all the way over here from Tracy's... No, McGee, halfway over here. I carried it the rest of the way. Okay, halfway over here. And then changing that flat tire for the old timer. No, McGee, you have changed it. You took the flat off, I put the spare on. Okay, I half changed it. Come on, get in the car. I'll drive home. No, McGee. Okay, halfway home. You'll drive the rest of the way home. Coming, just a minute. Oh, hello, Dr. Gamble. Mr. Oldtimer. How are you, my dear? Howdy, daughter. Where's Johnny? Oh, I clear forgot. This is the night he's supposed to go bowling with you fellas, isn't it? That's right. Is he ready? Well, I'm afraid McGee isn't going to be able to make it. What? Can't make it? What's wrong? Well, he had a rather hectic day, and on the way home he fell asleep. And I had to practically carry him upstairs and put him to bed. Oh, darn it. That fouls up our bowling match. Well, I have a suggestion, Doctor. That is, if you, uh... Well, if you don't mind bowling with a woman. Say, that's a deal, daughter. 
My dear, I've heard about the way you handle things today, and we will agree to bowl with you on one condition. <laughs> What's that? Promise me you will bowl left-handed. <laughs> oh, doctor. <laughs> <laughs> We'll say goodnight to Fibber and Molly in a moment. Hello, Jack. What's new? $10,000 in prizes. That's new. $10,000 in prizes? For what? Where? In Better Farming's Farm Building Contest. The magazine and the National Lumber Manufacturers Association are offering farmers $10,000 in prizes for the best ideas in improving farm buildings. A chance for every farmer to cash in on his ideas. Great. Where'd you say you read it? In Better Farming. Better farming for January. The farm building contest is only one of the many features you'll find in better farming. All these features, all that you read in better farming, is designed for just one thing, to help you make your farm a better farm. That's our dedicated aim, better farming for better farm living. And that's why, incidentally, the name of country gentlemen was changed to better farming. Now the name and the aim are the same. Better farming. So I had myself a good rest and then I got to thinking this thing over, Molly. The way I see it, it, it don't matter which is superior, men or women, it don't matter. <laughs> I thought you'd see it that way. Men are men and women are women. So? So. That arrangement's good enough for me. <laughs> oh, uh, how'd you make out bowling? One. Hmm. Good night. Good night, all. Fibber McGee and Molly is an NBC Radio Network production transcribed with Bill Thompson as the old-timer and Mac and Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble. This is John Wald reminding you that tomorrow night you may again hear Fibber McGee and Molly. Join the great Gildersleeve and all his friends tonight on the NBC Radio Network.